Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just a friendly reminder for all the Step Brothers podcast listeners that the midterm elections are coming up. Okay. <laughs> Get out there and vote. Nigga don't vote. This is uh, Saucy Santana and uh, Trina. They want y'all to get out there and vote. No voting, no fucking. All right, get out there, and, get out there and vote. Dick to be determined. Yeah. You want to touch his booty? You got to do your civic duty. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Sir Brothers Podcast, episode 194. Let me double confirm. Double confirm. I think so. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's your host with the most, Chris Minor, a.k.a. Dino Swamoni, Extra Cheese and Pepperoni, a.k.a. Talk To Me Nice, a.k.a. Young Chris Kringle. The gift that keeps on giving, mm-hmm. aka Young Polly Walnuts, mm-hmm. aka Young Wikipedia, aka Young Wikipedia. I got a lot of tattoos on my face. <laughs> Not getting any more though. I'm done. No more face tats. No more face tats. Mm-hmm. What's good, Don? What's good? Yeah, it's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad. I wake up at sunrise and see my sunrise. Yes, sir. Let me drop uh, Um, Raiden's favorite parent. <laughs> Ooh, Shelby not going to like that. <laughs> I had to throw one slug in there. She not going to like that. Yeah. Uh, Only thing going to be black on you is your eye. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we out here. Yes, sir. We didn't have to take the stairs today. No, we're fresh and ready to go. Yeah, we're not fucking Dalton uh, forgot to press record last week on the video, so that's why we didn't have any clips or footage for y'all. Yeah, just, but he made sure this week because Dalton is uh, studious <laughs> like that. I guess it was. I can't believe we I did that. Yeah, because we set it up and everything. Yeah, we did. I got the light. And then <laughs> yeah. we, we even I, tested it. Like let's I, let's I, try to I see never if never even pressed the, the button. Well, either way, we're back yeah, at it. Yeah, look, um, I had some free time. 
uh, while Raiden was asleep. So I started thinking, you know, Halloween's coming up. So I wrote down a list of ideas of uh, costumes you and I could potentially be, go as. Yeah. Me and you? Yeah. Okay. For like the podcast. Let's say we dress up for the podcast for Halloween or something. Not not actually taken away from Raiden's trick-or-treating experience because I'm trying to get drunk and throw up in my Darth Vader helmet. <laughs> <clears throat> so I got a couple. Let me know how where you sit at. All right? Okay. All right. You're going to like this one. Fast and Furious. <laughs> All right? Uh-huh. You could be Paul Walker. I could be Tyrese. So when somebody walk up to us and ask us, hey, what do y'all for uh, Halloween? You just be like, forget about it, cuz. And we walk off. You know what I'm saying? You don't like that one? All right. Fast and Furious 3. You know, Bow Wow on the Country Boy. You oh know, we could do that too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe I'll take a Hulk glove with me so they know because his car was Hulk. No. Hulk. Okay. No. Uh, what about Justin Timberlake and Timberland? <laughs> How you feel about that? So what am I wearing a suit? Is that yeah? And I'll just be like, don't give you away. Gotta, you gotta <laughs> don't don't give away. I could just I could I could like beatbox or something. <laughs> that that's that's the costume. Yeah. Okay. Is, it has to be a costume. No, I mean, dress up like how Tim would dress. I guess. All right. This will probably be a little bit easier for Rail and Justin. Okay. We could do that. You know what I'm saying? That's back in the Sydney Rita days. So we could we can make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Gotta wear some ice cream on BBC. And yeah. Here. And I'm in the dough. All right. What about white man can't jump? Wesley <laughs> Snipes. What, what's his name? Wood Harrison? Woody mm-hmm. Harrison? Mm-hmm. How you feel? I'm practically already uh That's Wesley, Wesley Snipes from that uh movie anyways. You know what I'm saying? I was get, we just gotta get five panel hats wearing backwards. Yeah. Uh the 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 gym. Tank tops, tank tops, short shorts. Yeah, some some Nike uh, flights or some shit like that. Yeah, we could do that. All right, might be an expensive one, but yeah. Yeah, well, all right. Lethal weapon. You know, I already got Danny Glover voice down. Riggs. You know, I already got that down. Riggs. How about it? You can wear the cowboy boots, tight jeans. Bro, fuck lethal weapon. You, that's blasphemous, bro. <laughs> that's so fucking blasphemous. Are you crazy? Lethal Weapon 1, 2, and 3. I understand for it because it was like, all right, these niggas old, everybody having babies and shit. So here, Chris here. Rock in here for some reason. Let me just get this out the way since we're on Lethal Weapon for some reason. Lethal Weapon 1 is fine. Okay. But they're all the same movie. So what? They're all the same movie. They brought in your boy his Joe mother, Pe- His motherfucking family could take in every fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci came and turned shit up, though. Man, shit. No, I'm not a Lethal Weapon fan. That's crazy. All right, what about Timon and Pumbaa? <laughs> Why? Timon's white, Pumbaa black in my eyes. We could do that. We could walk okay. around, sing Hakuna Matata. You know what I'm saying? We'll be a hit with the kids. Wow, okay. No? All right, I got one more. It'd be Future and be rabbit from A Mile. You can wear the hoodie. I get up there and say, my, my, my boy's nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> We're at home in the trailer. We could do the whole routine. You're not feeling that either? No, I'm not. That's crazy. I've worked really hard on that. You know, you know how long it took me to think of white and black duos? Kobe and Paul Gasol, you want to do that? No. <laughs> That was the last one. Because that requires me to buy a Paul Gasol jersey. Hey, he's a he's 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 definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's not Dirk though, so I don't care. Oh, all right. Well, that's true too, I guess. Uh, if there's any more white and black duos out there that I forgot, y'all, we could be the yin yang sign. 
We be the yin yang twins. One of us gotta have a small. Oh hand. man, yeah. We could do that. Shake it, shake it like a sauce. Gotta shaker. have some crunk juice. Yeah, we could do all that. Oakleys. <laughs> Bring those back. Oh my god, I wanted a pair. We gotta whisper the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that shit was hard for them niggas to do Because all they did was yell Anyways We're on music So You want to talk about the BT Hip Hop Awards uh, You, you watched it I didn't so, Well yeah. I'm not going to hold you I I did not watch it per se I just I mean I watched clips On uh, YouTube Fat Joe was hosting this year I don't know how well he did You know he's doing a stand up right No Like Chappelle has something to do with it Okay. Like, it's basically like that one night only type thing, like what Mike Tyson did. Okay. He just gets up there and talks about his life, but it's Fat Joe, so it's going to be funny. Anyways, they were honoring Steve Rifkin. If y'all don't know who that is, he was like a famed music guy in the 90s, 2000s. He signed some really dope acts. So they all came out and performed. I know uh, Wu Tang came out, Fat Joe, Remy Ma, um, David Banner, Lil Flip, 3-6 Mafia, Project Pat. It was like a really good performance. Like, everybody did a really good job. Uh, though, I will say, uh, Pusha T performed as well. Uh, he performed Diet Coke. He performed, uh, just so you remember who you're dealing with, the, off the new album. Um. Um, he's the only rapper that did not use backing vocals. So shout him out for that because he's definitely one of the older performers of the night and Breath Control's immaculate. And uh, he brought out uh, Malice, which is his brother. I always thought they were twins, but they're not. not. Malice is older than him. Yep. Uh, they did grinding. The whole crowd went crazy, you know, as they should. Those are legends. We know what that song did when it came out. The lunch tables will never, never be the same. same. <laughs> All that jazz, you know what I'm saying? Um, Glorilla performed Our girl performed You know what I'm saying I'm so proud Of her You know what I'm saying I seen her start On Twitter <laughs> Where she ended up You know what I'm saying uh, She won An award too I think She beat She beat out Baby Keem It was like for best Basically best Breakout artist Or whatever I, w- I actually agree with that Because Her breakout was Extremely fast mm-hmm. I'm talking about Extremely fast Yeah like She, she, she out of there um, I know she beat Baby Kim. I don't know who else was in the category, but um, she won that. She definitely shouted out Gotti. I don't know if you've seen Gotti lately. He got the he got the beard. They say he did not have a beard a week ago, but that's 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 his business. You know what I'm saying? You want to you you dress for the job you want. Spray it you know on. What I'm saying. Um, but the performance that stuck out to me was another uh, Yo Gotti artist, ESTG. I really enjoyed his album. Uh, I think it's called Never Felt Nothing. I believe that's what it's called. And uh, I really enjoyed that album. And I wasn't on him early, right? Pause. I was not, like, listening to his music, like, early. I seen people on Twitter talking about him. And uh, I tried to get into it at first, but I was like, I can't really. I'm not. Then I heard his verse. I know it took some time, but I heard his uh, verse on Future's album. And I was like, oh, this nigga is really hard. Like, okay. So I was anticipating the album coming out, and uh, some of the comparisons that they were making to him was like, yo, he Jeezy in 0405, like he going crazy like that. And I just listened to Trapper, or not Trapper Die, but um, TM101 the other day. That's like a, that's, 
You know what I'm saying? That that's stays a, my rotation. That's a comparison to make, though. Yeah. Like, that album is top to bottom, like, hits. Like, everything's yeah. good on that album. Yeah. I listened to his album. I liked it. So they performed their song together. And uh, just for the... Like, ESCG is a newer artist, right? Like, how often has he been at these type of events performing, right? For him to even say, yo, I'm going to bring out Jeezy. Because he got a song with Jack Harlow. He could have brought out Jack. You know, Jack the new white boy everybody like. Machine Gun Kelly's on the album for some strange reason. Could have, I guess he could have brought him out. Um, Not the BET Awards. Future was on the album. Like, could have brought him out. You decide to go with the legend. Who you you know? I said that's like the the uh, like a passing of the torch, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, their performance was like by far my favorite. Even though Wu Tang Wu Tang did Wu Tang and then the fuck with like that's the song they came out to. And then Method Man did his little melody with the M E T H O D man. He did the song and then Raekwon did his um uh verse from Cream and then and uh, which one the ball one. Yeah, it's Inspector Deck. He he the bald one. The tall the tall bald one. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he did his verse. But that was by far my favorite performance, bro. Just to see that, like I was crazy. They both was fly. The jewelry was real, like shiny and shit. Yep. Like it was very it was very dope to see. Then Ryan sends me a DM the next day, which was Friday, and Jeezy's putting out a gangster grills. So I'm definitely finna tune into that shit. Like, no question. But um, I definitely think this was, like, one of the more better BET Hip Hop Awards, at least from the performances. Okay. But there was a little controversy. Was there? There was. Let me take a sip while I get into this. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me because I don't know shit about this. I didn't even watch the ciphers. That's how untapped I am. Yeah. Oh, our boy Sauce Walker represented of course he i, I have to play his uh freestyle because it was really good yeah that's his bag though like yeah. cypher shit is like his bag. he really went in oh yeah so the drama it was i i don't know the category it was basically like hip-hop song it was like song of the year or whatever okay mind you it's hip-hop awards so everybody in their mama agrees that lotto's big energy was a big song. Like, it was playing everywhere. Oh, is it? And it Kodak. Oh, okay. It was a Kodak. Super okay. Gremlin, though, was something else. Like. Okay. That was. I, I did see this, actually. Okay. Yeah, so. I think, I think this is the issue with Kodak. And I love Kodak. We love Kodak. Kodak, like, could be one of my cousins. Like, I fuck with him. I think he usually means well. But he just don't know how to clean it up. Like, he called her a mutt. <laughs> now, that might sound kind of derogatory to, like, most people. But if you're from the South, all that means is this is a mixed person. Like, that's what that means. Like, if you, if you, if you like, they would consider it. No, I'm not trying to ditch. I'm just saying. No one's going to rate it a mutt. I'm just saying. They would, though. It's like deep in the South where the shit, like where they, they that's what they, because that's what they call it. But um, I think that might have fucked up the overall message because he, 
started off the tweet by saying, yo, I fuck with women empowerment. Like, I'm not trying to say she don't deserve nothing, but, like, let's be real. BT fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I and I agree. Big Energy is definitely one of those songs, like, I don't ever want to hear again because they play it so much. Super Gremlin's on that list, too. But I'll be more pressed to listen to Super Gremlin over Big Energy. It's just it's just me. So I think Kodak should have won. I do think his delivery of the message was uh, fucked off, but I, I do think he meant well. And I also think, because when he first came out and talked about it that night, um, he did a live or whatever, and he was... He didn't really say anything wrong. Like, no derogatory terms, no nothing. So I think niggas got in his ear or he reading tweets or Instagram comments, and that kind of hyped him up to, like, go in again. And then Lotto responded and all that shit because he called her, like, gelato or he called her some type of coffee, a frappuccino. He said something. So she made, like, you know, she posted a picture. It was a, it was a great picture. Great picture. Lotto, come sit on the couch. We can talk about growing up hip-hop or and all that other shit. And you got to talk about, your, uh, it ain't your booty, it's your beauty. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think uh, overall, though, the Hip Hop Awards, they did a great job. Fat Joe, obviously one of my favorite person, one of our favorite personalities. When he started talking this shit, storytelling and all that, he's a funny guy. So, yeah. I used to sleep in the car with Jory on <laughs> just to wish a motherfucker <laughs> to test me. But let me play this Sauce Walker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm telling you, man. And don't get me wrong, what year was that? Uh, what year, 20, the year we moved out the apartment. A little bit before that, I'd say. No, nah, it was probably about, Delindia, who's been on the podcast, we, we'll probably get him back on soon, because he's doing a lot. Um, he, he, he used to talk about Sauce Walker all the time. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm not on that, like. That's not art. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I'm on. Like, I'm listening to Pusha T rap about cocaine elegantly, nigga. I'm not trying to hear this. Yeah, this is art. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But surely enough, like, and as I wised up, yeah. realized what he was doing yeah. and saying, like, Sauce Walker was just on Million Dollars Worth of Game after the shooting incident. You heard about that in Cali or whatever. He was just on... Um, million dollars worth of game and he was breaking down like how each of his artists he could pull up how much each of his artists are getting paid off stream is like per stream and all that shit like he's very business minded he's a smart guy you know what i'm saying and uh again one of those other people like 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 freddie gibbs which we'll talk about like kevin gates music might not be for me but their personas yeah are something that i uh i'm attracted to you know but these last two freestyle, like this freestyle and the other one he did a couple months ago, that shit, like that so shit, hard. and uh, who it was over uh, Jake One Beater, yes, it was, something like it was that, right? Hip hop, yeah, fun. it was over. I, I, I want, I don't want to say it was Alchemist. I think it was like a Jake One Beat or something. No, it wasn't Alchemist. No, it definitely wasn't Alchemist. But this Sauce Walker freestyle, like he really was talking some like shit. Hold on, I'm finna play it. Give me a second, y'all. Here you go. Hey, 
talking about some real shit he was talking about some swag shit he was talking about some rap shit he was talking about some street shit and he was dressed like a texas motherfucker cowboy hat and all bro like that was a minute that was a that was a a verse today you know what i'm saying like or a verse always i guess but man he's he's good at that no he can rap bro he's good at that oh yeah and that pushing p beat like I really love that beat. I listen to that song like every day, and I really only listen to it for like the first two seconds of Future and Gunna rapping like back to back. Yeah, the rest is all beat. Like I don't care what they say, the beat's crazy. But uh, back to me. Well, we're still on music. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, uh, Soul Sold Separately, just yeah. dropped. You listen to it, of course. How'd you feel about it? I mean, I like Freddie Gibbs, man. Like yeah. so now. A lot of people make it sound like it's his best album. I don't agree with that assessment. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I got obviously I got to let it marinate for a little bit, right? But, um, I mean, it's it's definitely super solid. You could tell his budget keeps going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and of course, Miles does the first track yeah. with Kelly Price. I mean, yeah. what, what else can I ask for? That's hard. Um, a lot of good producers on there. A lot of yeah. good features on there. Yeah. Um, uh, I think yeah, this is definitely like like his like I'm. Like I'm global, motherfucker. Basically, mm. is what he's basically saying. Um, yeah, I gotta let it marinate for a little bit more because you know I, I, listen, I listen to the fuck out of Alfredo. And yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I like the record with him and Pusha T. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I, I and I like the record with Anderson Pot. Well, Anderson always is. Yeah, cold, bro. and uh, I want to say I like the record with DJ Paul. Yes, that one is hard. Yeah. It's a given I like the record Miles produced. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, that nigga could have been making. <laughs> Cowbell. Yeah, whatever. Like Nah. I, 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 and it's the first track, bro. First That's amazing. Track. That means it's going to get hella spins. Yeah. You got to turn it yeah, on. Like, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Shout out to it. our boy Miles, man. I fucking man. love it. He might get a Grammy. Yeah. He, he might, might get one. He might. So. He might. Uh, if he get a Grammy, it's. It, but even if it's nominated, that means he can say, I'm a Grammy-nominated producer. Yeah. Hell yeah. So which is, that changes, because even in movies, they're like Academy Award nominated. Yeah. It never goes away. They right. keep putting that shit on right. there. So right. even if nominations on there. What's really hard is, 
I, maybe it just didn't break into our Twitter feed or whatever. But, you know, Miles uh, co-produced that with another producer. But, yeah, swoop. Yeah, which, again, <clears throat> now that I heard the record, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who did what now. Right. Now that I heard it, because I, I I was hearing it a different way, mm-hmm. obviously. But um, Miles, you would never know that somebody else co-produced just off the way, like, Miles been talking about it and uh, the feedback. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's gravitating towards Miles being, like, the more – his name's higher on the marquee, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Which is dope because I know it's all Miles wants to do. So it's like – that's all he does do. Once he, like, once his foot in there, but, like, once he's able to take that second step in there, it's over. Because then you can run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think, rather he wins or nominated, that's his other foot getting in the door, and he's finna take off. Like, I think a lot, a, uh, he's going to get more, like, slower not that we want him to get nose, but he's going to get slower nose instead of fast, or he's going to get slow yeses instead of fast nose, or just nothing at all. Yeah, like that's um that's a feat, which man. is definitely more common. They just ghost your ass. Yeah, but <laughs> respect gonna have to be put on my boy name one way or another. We we well, even if we gotta start acting like it's the nineties again, just beat some of these niggas up. I'm with that too. <laughs> yeah, this is like, cause me and Justin talked the other day. We were talking about like me making music again or whatever. But yeah. really, me and Justin's purpose is like we are uh, <laughs> we're like Brandon's defense uh, team or whatever. Yeah. So like, and Brandon called me the other day on some that shit. <laughs> he got it. It was Saturday. He Facetimed me on some. Uh, He's like, yeah, man, uh, I just want to call to say that I keep on inspiring you in so many different ways. <laughs> and I was like, what the yeah, fuck? He's yeah. like, I see your little leg tattoo, you know. Just want to let you know I had that first. And I was like, "I'm honestly, if he did, I didn't remember. But I was like, okay, yeah, I'll give you that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The ink's been dry longer. Look, but another, yeah, another person. Yeah, that, who's. See, and. The, the, what's what I like about Brandon shit? Yeah, sorry, Bando. But yeah, I, 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 it's hard for me. To, Period. Like I don't call Miles Super Miles. I yeah. call, but uh, but it's luckily it's his name. But, yeah. but uh, but yeah. The thing about Brandon is, like, he'll tell me stuff, and then like, and then he'll slowly like reveal it online, and it's cool to like when he does that. And it, his close friends on Instagram is always great because he, like, will post, like, when he's in, like, a meeting. Mm. Or, like, he'll post, like, the like the other day he posted, like, a picture of the meeting room he was in and where it was at. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. But it was on his close friends. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And it's it's cool to see that stuff happening because, like, I, I hear it beforehand and then, like, same thing with Miles. Is he still – I ain't saying he's – salty is not the right word. But he's still upset about that chick that, like, tried to, like – Talk bad about him. No, nah, he's over that. No, he just tweeted about the other oh, day. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, he was on Twitter? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. why I was, that's why I was, yeah, but. Um, yeah, I took like a, a social media break this week. 
Yeah, which is probably needed. But this was one of the weeks I would say you should have been on that muff. Nah, I was just I was just trying to be rated a bunch yeah. this week. So I was I'll just, feel you. Um, but Freddie Gibbs album, like if you could, if you could tell somebody who hasn't listened to the album, uh-huh. why they should listen to the album. What would you tell them? <laughs> what would I tell them? Yeah. You're tr- you, Here, this, easy, this, trustworthy this is face. Freddie Gibbs' new album. <laughs> uh, a really good friend of mine produced track one. Yeah. You should check it out. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many people in there that people want to listen to, though. Yeah. Like, here, I can, you can just throw any of them out. Like, like Rick Ross is on the album. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Music. He brought music to all child out of retirement. Yeah, so, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. uh, I, but I would mainly just be like track number one. Yeah, produced by my homie. I could do. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say a little bit more too, though. I know. What? Well, I mean, what else is there to say? If you like this type of rap or this type of beat selection, if you like this type of content. Stuff like that. Uh-oh. I would look because if you told me, and it's just like a nigga off the street type shit. If nigga off the street told me my friend produced number one. Oh, I am listening number one. But but the thing is, I I guarantee people number one is going to draw you in. But, but also, I guarantee people know who Freddie Gibbs is. Yeah, like, I never listened to him though. Yeah, but I know who that is. Yeah, like at the very least. I um, because it's not like I'm paying on a mixtape. Right, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's on the phone already. Because I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta oversell it. Yeah, because these motherfuckers be overselling it. Um, I, I tried to get into the album uh, when it came out. Of course, track number one. What's the song called? Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Featuring Kelly Price. Featuring Kelly Price. Um, obviously went there for that. So after yeah. that, I was kind of like, uh. You, yeah, you reached your quota, right? Yeah, like, I, and you then, mean. you know, I, I mean, I did listen through it, and there's a couple of records on there that yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting to the age of, which I don't think that I am, because, how can I say this? Larry June is probably the last, newer artists to me that I listened to his whole project. And I was like, I determined from listening to the whole project that I like Larry June. So you probably could put on any Larry June song that I don't know. And I'm probably going to be like, yeah, this shit ride. Cause like, I know <laughs> yeah, okay. what I'm getting from him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Freddie, I would say, I don't know him. Like in the sense of, this is what I'm getting from you. So why should I go to you? And I don't know what you're offering. Like, like push a T for instance, I know two things are going to happen always. You going to rap? And the beats are going to be fire. And I know what he's rapping about. Yeah. Well, obviously like that's the main thing. Like I know he's a well, like he, he raps well. Well, Freddie Gibbs raps his ass off, Chris. Yeah, but it ain't. It's I don't know, man. It's I said this before. Have you, like, have you listened to Pinata, one and two? No. Okay. But the, like when he freestyled with his son in his lap to the uh, Dom Kennedy, this my type of party. I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. 
Like I really liked it, but it's still like something that just like rocked my socks off. Like when J Cole went up there freestyle. Okay. That's that is different. The freestyle. Yeah, or? yeah. Like I get, I get why you would be like, no, because the J Cole one was fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare them because obviously he J Cole went and it was still di- tipping. Bro. He did some different shit, but it was but, still tipping. But what I'm what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, it was still tipping too. And like for him to approach that beat, and we know still tipping for what still tipping is, and then we know but, J Cole. Yeah, so. he approached that shit on some some nut shit. But um, I don't know what I was what I was gearing up to say was I don't know if I became that guy. Who needs to know the story in order to buy into? Okay. Because like I hate this is just me, and I might get bashed by the sneaker culture or fashion people. I don't need to know the story behind a shoe to buy the shoe. Like oh, okay. people want stories to come with. Can I match this with my clothing? Can I put clothes together with this? But you want the story with the musician? Yeah, yeah, I do. Like. Again, uh, the other day or yesterday, I tweeted, we didn't appreciate Ray Shrimmer while they were here. Mm-hmm. People agreed. Some people were like, no, nah, I fucked with them niggas all the way. Some people was like, they were white people music, whatever. Like, it was, it, it kind of went off a little bit. People were, they, they, it was a good topic to hit at that time, I guess. Listening to Ray Shrimmer, the story here is these are two brothers from Mississippi and they make party turn up music. At a high level, though. And then you get into it. Sway Lee is a fucking phoenix or some shit. Like, I forgot. Listening to them yesterday reminded me that the conversation once upon a time took place that Travis bit Sway Lee style. We don't even talk about that anymore, but this is very evident from Shrim Life 1. Before Travis put out all this other shit. So it's like look, Travis stole a lot of shit. Yeah, Travis stole a lot of he, shit. He he literally is a thief. It's been documented well before he was mega famous. Yeah, so and then, you know, again, these records that they were making, my whole argument is we don't even get records like this no more. Like, even if it's a party song or whatever, like if something you're not supposed to take as serious is like I don't know, 52 bars or whatever from TR, 56 bars. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a concept to a record. Okay, I ain't got no type. Okay, bet. The hook, catchy. The beat, hard. The verses, hard. Everything went together. It was a three-minute song because you got two different niggas, two different personalities rapping about the same shit and everything just, and Mike, and Mike Will on the beat, everything just flowed together. So, like, I knew the story there. And I appreciate that as I age, like, even though I don't go to parties and like wild out and shit anymore, the same way I was doing then, I'm like, I still appreciate this music because the music, the, the taste level that was uh, incorporated here is still evident to this day. Like I, we could put on, we could put on black Beatles today and it'll still have the same re- niggas might not do the mannequin challenge, but it's still going to have the same effect when you hear it. Look, these kids at the time definitely ki- had grown men wearing ski goggles, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ski goggles with outfits, bro. Yeah. Like I told you in the car, I was like, they were supremely early. Yeah. 
the whole ear drummers era was supremely early. Yeah, Mike Will is a genius, man. He, like, he, he tapped into the pulse before it became the norm. Really, so, what's interesting about that whole Atlanta scene scene yeah. was happening the same time the new Dallas scene was happening, but it's Atlanta, so there's way more attention on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, Quentin Miller did a podcast yeah. a, couple of weeks ago, um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about that time. Like, everybody that's, like, kind of up right now, we're all going to these functions that all did music and shit. So, I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, we was doing the same thing in Dallas, but, you know, whatever, whatever. And, um, you got to think, bro, like, how these two, they, out of all these niggas, it's, it, I'm, 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 I'm happy that it happened. But it, that just means it was meant to happen, like for because at Atlanta at that time that melting pot, and that, I think they were still in Mississippi when they like popped off. Yeah, because the first uh, no flex zone video they shot that in Jackson. Yeah, I'm in Mississippi, not mm-hmm. Jackson. In Mississippi, yeah. And uh, then they had to reshoot it and all that shit once they got on. But man, that shit crazy. I Ray Schremer, whatever, because they coming back with another album, and I think it's dope. That they took some time away after dropping uh, their Shrimp Life Three, their double, their their Love Below, if you will, speaker box, um, just to gauge the pulse. Because I feel like Sway Lee can do no wrong as far as the melodics go. Like the the By Chance song on Shrimp Life Two, I really like that song. Like how he did that hook, the beat, uh, Slim Jimmy, what he was doing on there. As far as like he's just like. Strictly like energy, like aggression almost. Sway so Lee more like a delicate flower or some shit. But it works really, really well. So I'm I'm happy they took time off. Because after having the biggest record of the year with Black Beatles, you know, coming back with that with that double album and not having as big of record. Yeah. You know. I can understand that taking time off, refocusing. Sway Lee then went on and did Unforgettable, which was a huge song. Uh, the Sunflower song, which was a fucking smash. I only like his part too. Like, uh, well, Post Malone's on that record too. I mean, come on, Sway Lee bodied that shit. To be honest, uh, Into the Spider Verse made me a fan of that song. <laughs> yeah, just because nigga, hey, well, yeah, uh, that shit was hard. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that shit crazy. How music could do that. Speaking of Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. the same people who made that movie helped Kid Cudi make his movie, Intergalactic. Yeah. Did you see it? No, I haven't watched it. Let me tell you something. I watched that shit the other night. I believe in love again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a, It had an album accompanied with it. Too. Yeah, it yeah, did. So. And the music was featured on the movie, yeah, of course. course. Ty Dolla Signs is in the show, the movie rather, and on the album. I heard him twice on the album. The first song was cool. That second joint, shit out of here. Out of here, man. That shit's really good. Um, the movie's dope though. Like the way they did it, obviously it's not the exact same style as Spider Verse. Yeah, because you know it's new anim. You know they they get to play with animation how they want to. Um, but uh, it was um really dope movie, really dope. Your basic a boy breaks up with girl, old ex girl, 
start a new life, meets a new girl, ex-girlfriend comes back in the picture, your homeboy's telling you to do one thing, her homegirl tell which her homegirl is uh, Vanessa Hudgens. She in there talking real nasty. If you like <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, check that shit out. Because she in there, I'm telling you right now, made me want to go back and watch uh, Wildcats. What's that shit called? Uh, what's the movie that was in her and Zac Efron? Talking about High School Musical? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one where everybody fell in love with her? Yeah. But um, it was a dope movie. Very dope. Uh, Virgil, rest in peace of Virgil, came in like... Kid Cudi was on Hot Ones. I just watched it today. Yeah, it just I did watch today. that, yeah. He was talking about the dressing and everything, and Virgil like came and you know put the wardrobes together for this animation, which is really dope. Um, Todd Dollar Signs... The the little nigga from Paris, uh, Timothy Charlemagne, Charlemagne, Charle- Charle- Charlemagne. Uh, it was, but no, it was a, it was a dope, dope, dope. Uh, you know, y'all should definitely check it out. It's on Netflix, Intergalactic. Yeah, very dope, very dope, very dope. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, <laughs> no, you got- I saw you looking. I know you was waiting for me to. Because you said you wrote stuff down. I'm waiting I did. for you to go through your your stuff. Uh, look alive. Look a- Oh, wait. Do I want to go? Oh, yeah. Let me tell the story. So back to this hip-hop awards thing, right? So okay. MLP came out. Okay. They, You know, they did Annie up. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. Uh, they both look great, by the way. Lost some weight. They're both, yeah, they both in shape. They, they both looking good. Glad to see that. That uh in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Our our legends are aging gracefully. And that reminded me of this time. Me and Jonathan were coming back from a mission. So he hyped. We, we on the service road, 360. My nigga had to be doing a thousand miles <laughs> listening to Eddie Up. I was like, bro, he had his little gloves on with the no fingers. Oh, the, he, had, the, he had driving gloves? <laughs> I was like, Jai. Calm the fuck down, nigga. Hill, 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 kill, kill, kill. I was like, bro, we are literally three minutes away from the house, Relax. bro. <laughs> I was like, like, he was driving so fast, my cheeks was flying back, nigga. Like, cartoon. I was like, bro, we are right here. We got to make it home, nigga. But, yeah, that shit randomly hit me uh, watching that performance. He was like, and I'm talking about, that shit was banging in the car, bro. That shit was loud. And we were driving fast. I was yeah, like, Records we, back there were mega loud, too. We out of here. We are out of here. So, you said you ain't been on Twitter, but did you see that Jordan Poole and Draymond Green got into Oh, I saw on ESPN, yeah. You know what's crazy? I felt like I just told Jordan Poole. I said, yo, I'll sit my girl in the front, nigga, for you to ball out like you balled out last year. I don't exactly know what happened. Some people saying Jordan Poole's ego got the best of him. He feel like he hot shit now. Draymond ain't going for it. Some people feel like Draymond getting X'd out of the picture. You got three light-skinned niggas now. We don't really need you no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got... Yeah. I don't know. People fight at practice, bro. They do. But the culture of Golden State seemed like it was so buddy-buddy. We're all best friends. We all talk it out. Draymond would be the one. Yeah, he actually hit him, though. Yeah. Jordan Poole said he wasn't hurt. So, I don't know if that's more of a indictment on 
Draymond or was that just to say it wasn't that type of scuffle? It's interesting though. A lot's happening. The the two teams that were in the finals are going through some turmoil, so it seems. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Have you seen any of these uh, preseason games? No. Okay, I was just making sure I'm not. Crazy I don't watch NBA preseason for not watching preseason I'll, games. I'll read about like like they'll be like, oh, Zion played mm. and he looked good or whatever. I'll read stuff like that, but I'm not gonna watch a preseason basketball game because like like for instance the Mavericks they had like none of the starters playing. Yeah. Like I don't want to watch this. This ain't for me. It's for them yeah. to warm up and then them look at that roster. Right. And <laughs> that's all it's for. Like I, no. Uh, so and I'll be in an NBA game in the end of the month anyway. So that's true. Way to flex on the in dome. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, who do they play? The Hawks. They play Orlando. It's our first home game. Mm, okay. Word. Um, did you see that? Like sideline celebrations can cause you to get a T now. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, the the real thing they're trying to combat is them trying is all them people getting on the floor because what happens is they all get hype and they all end up on the floor. Yeah. They, okay. They, that's generally what be they be pissing them off. It's because like they try to keep the game going, but then you have twenty dudes <laughs> standing. Yeah, I, I mean that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I didn't know why they did that, but yeah, that does like, make sense. So like if. They're not saying, like, if you all celebrate. Yeah. It's basically if you're, like, if I'm, like, right here and I stand up, I'm, like. You on the court. Woo! Like, yeah. yeah, like, looking yeah. at the person who yeah. did it and shit. That's what would be happening and shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if we're talking about, like, the leagues, like, NFL is way more egregious than that shit. Than oh, this. yeah. Hey, it's still free Britney Griner. Uh, yeah, people seem to let that go. They ain't talk about it, not tweeting about it no more. But bring that girl home, man. Um, switch gears right quick, cause I'm uh, I have to, cause we're in Dallas. I'm just curious, you being a football guy, how do you feel about Cooper Rush? And is does Dak still have his starting <laughs> position when he comes back? Oh, well, let's just be clear. I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. We know that, but uh, I am a football fan. How do I feel about if there's a I said that right. I said, I said you're a football fan. Yeah, I said I, I got to talk about it because yeah, okay. Yeah. You're asking me if there's going to be a quarterback controversy. Yes. Not yet. If he so their next two games is okay. Here, okay, they play the Rams on Sunday. Okay, that's the test. Right. So, but in L.A. too. That's a uh, big test, and it's on prime time. You. You well, no, no, it's on afternoon. I'm sorry, it's one of the afternoon games, which there's only there's only like three of those. So, it's, yeah. but anyway. Um, I have, I have been seeing this situation before. Yeah, yeah. With Tony Romo. Yeah. When Tony, both with Tony Romo actually. When uh, when Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback in his twilight years, people like Tony Romo sat in for like played a couple times and he balled out and they were like, play Romo, and eventually he got a shot. Yeah. Um, and then. For, also, in Tony Romo's twilight, people were like, Dak, put Dak in yeah. because Tony Romo was always hurt. Yeah. Like he was, That boy's getting beat up back there. Yeah. Um, and then that's what happened with Dak. So, right now, I would say no mm-hmm. just because the opponents that they've beaten 
Like, I, yes, he's 4-0 as a starter, which is great. As a backup, you couldn't ask for nothing better. Yeah. But a ba- what a backup gets that benefits anything, especially on, a, like, a, a well-constructed team. Like, Dallas is a well-constructed team. Let's just be real. Like, um, but when you get when you pop in, and plus you already know the system, you're not some, you know, you're not a first year. He's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, teams have less film on you. Than other stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, and in as a, as a player, like I can watch the film from my previous game. Okay, I fucked up there. I'm not gonna do that again. Mm-hmm. So that you clean up the mistakes, and you don't have as much body of work to look at. Like Dak, I can look at years of footage. Yeah, and I know it. I and if I've played in league long enough, I know it agitates him. Yeah, I don't know it agitates Cooper Rush. He's only won four games in the NFL yeah. <laughs> as a like as a uh, a backup. So like. I don't have much to go off of. Now, like I said, he he hasn't really beaten he all, but also a backup, your main job is to be a game manager. You're supposed to you're supposed to make the game easy. Don't overdo yourself like what your your skill set is. Like that's what makes a perfect backup. That's why Jacoby Brissett is like a career backup quarterback. He's the backup for uh the Browns. Mm. He he, I don't even know if he's had a turnover yet, but mm. like, he he like they've lost games, but it's not because of him, right? He, like that's what Cooper Rush does. He like manages the game. They run the ball well already, mm. so his that's already part of his plate lift off, and then he gets the throws that need to go. Um, and then I mean, and just remember, quarterbacks have nothing to do with defense performance. Right. Don't forget, Micah Parsons is on the Cowboys, like. That boy is balling this year. So don't forget that he exists. Right. Um but I mean they beaten the they beaten the Giants, the 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 Commanders, and then they beat the Bengals when the Bengals were playing shitty. Yeah. But they almost lost to the Bengals. Mm. <laughs> but uh so this week will be the real test. Like so if if Cooper Rush comes out and balls out against a really good defense because that defense is really good against LA in LA. Yeah. I guarantee you <laughs> that if, because regardless if he wins or not, Dak will start the week he comes back. Yes. Yeah. If they lose that game that he comes back in, he out of there. you are going to hear yeah. some shit <laughs> because Dallas fans are fickle. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just want to win. Right. They don't care. And they think he's the answer. Okay. Uh, Dak or Cooper? Cooper Rush. Right now, yeah. But like I'm saying, this will be the pro- the test. They're playing the Rams. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this is going to be the best team they played this far. Because they, 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 lo- they lost to Tampa Bay with Dak, right? But Dak got hurt in that game. Yeah. But Tampa Bay <clears throat> isn't playing that great. They got the Rams, the Eagles. Yes. The Lions. The Bears. Packers, the Vikings. The so they have some. They have some they easy games. Some, yeah, but the so they have two tests back to back. Okay, you have the Rams and the Eagles. Okay, yeah. Eagles is the best team in the NFC right now. Mm. Also, the last undefeated team left, mm. and it's a division game. Mm. So, and I believe it's in Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. Lions, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys, or Eagles. Yep. So. And it's a primetime game. It's Sunday night, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. What time is the game? 
Uh, Sunday, October 16th, 7.20 p.m. So it's a Sunday night primetime game. <laughs> that's the Eagles, yeah. Yeah. So the that, brand, uh, potentially that's when Dak is coming back. So he has to come back on a primetime game against the Eagles. Hard-ass opponent. Yeah. I'd make the call to keep your boy in, though. It's not going to happen. Uh, what, the Rams play at 3.25 p.m.? Yeah, all West Coast games are generally at 3 o'clock because they're two hours behind. Right. So... Um. Either way, um, there will I there will be if they would so if they lose to the Rams, yeah, it's going to cool off quite a bit, yeah. Because then you're going to be like, okay, we're not we're not that good, we're not there yet, yeah. Like so, and and I don't, pe- and I don't know why people sleeping on Dak though. Dak Dak's good. He just he's he is overpaid though. Injury prone. The, that freak accident wasn't his fault. But um, this one was like a little minor his thumb. Yeah. You can't throw it at it though. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, because this is this is the type of shit that makes that team implode every time. Yeah. There's always some shit. Yeah. <laughs> that makes them implode, and the fan base has to cool out. That's not because because you're three and one, right? Yeah. The NFC is terrible. Almost everybody in the league is two and two right now. Hmm. So, like, they're only one game back behind the Eagles, even if they aren't defeated. So, it'll be interesting to see. But if they are even competitive against the Rams, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because Dak will start when he comes back. There's no question that is going to happen. So, even if he's not back for the Eagles game. He, shit, if I was him, I'd be like, I'm hurt to the Lions game. Right. I would be hurt to the Lions right, game. Right, Because then you could have Cooper Rush, and if they lose two in a row, you'd be like, Dad, please come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so what I'm saying is, but I know he he's all he's a team guy, so he wants them to win, whatever puts him in position. Um, yeah, the NFL right now is very interesting. Um, but that, that situation's happened numerous times. Fucking Tom Brady's a great example. Aaron Rodgers was behind Brett Favre. All those things have happened to a bunch of people. Speaking of Tom Brady. Yeah. <clears throat> Divorce. It's in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giselle, they got lawyered up. I can, I can agree. I, I can understand where she's coming from. Look. My question to you, though, mm-hmm. as a man. Yeah. As a married man. Yeah. When do you say when, though? Because this has been your wife, your life. Yeah. Okay. She gave up her career. So here, at the height of her career. Here's the thing. Okay. That I, because everybody's talking about her giving an ultimatum, or whatever, right? Like if you, like I will divorce you, whatever. I don't. I generally, I generally, I don't like ultimatums. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah, because. Because this or that, it generally never works unless it's something like hot dogs or burgers. Like, (laughs) yeah, or like you're going to choose like, so an ultimatum is always like a weird choice. Right. Where, where I don't understand Tom Brady at all is this man has, has proven everything. Yeah. He has seven championships by himself. Yeah. By himself. He has six with one team and then one with a, a entirely different team the first year he went there. Yeah. 
We you are goaded. You are the best quarterback of all time. There is no yeah debating that. There is nothing left for you to prove. Nothing. Go be a family man. You're you're also forty. This man retired for forty five days. <laughs> he got that itch. Let, fuck all that. This, to me, as 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 a married person, yeah. To me, what this would show me as a as a significant other. If you retire for 45 days, that means 45 days, they were probably doing a bunch of family outings they don't ever get to do yeah. because he's always busy. Even when he's on off-season, he's working. That boy has sponsorships out the ass. Yeah. He got commercials. He got show-ins. He's probably bouncing around. He's playing golf and shit. Like, so he probably don't see his kids and wife that much as you would expect. Yeah. So that 45 days probably was like real Hell to fa- him. really – Really, family time. That's why I said this man don't like his family. <laughs> because he spent 45 days retired, and he was like, I don't like this. I can't do this shit. Now, where I do give him a little leeway, the last 20-plus years of his life has been this. Yeah. But she's been there for almost all of it. Yeah. Your kids definitely have. Yeah. They were born into this shit. Yeah. There's nothing left for you to prove. So, that... That right there is the ultimate fuck you to your wife. Is this so it's selfish of him to do this? I would say so. Like I get it, you're married to the game. Yeah. Like you're you're a pure athlete. But it's not like he went out on a low point. Yeah. Like that that's what I'm saying. Like if he if he the the season he retired on was like they won two games. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Then it would make a little more sense. Like, I ain't going out like that. I ain't no bitch. He played in the playoffs. He's not playing well right now either. The, yeah, that team's not playing well. Yeah. But everybody hurt or suspended. Mm. The only people balling on a team is their defense. Yeah. But that beyond but I'm saying is there's that there is nothing to prove to anybody. Even to yourself. What do you what are you proving to yourself, bro? Yeah. You've done it all. Do you just want eight? Is that what it is? Because you're not going to win eight this year. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So, I just don't know. That's where I'm like, that's why it would be, it's like the ultimate fuck you. Like, I just, but the ultimate thing is like, boom. But, I mean, as a significant other, I, that's, that would show me all I need to know. It's like, okay, I see where your priorities are. It's not us. Yeah. That's... Because if you're retired for this amount of time, and then it was – it was enough to make you go back. That means you don't really want to be here. To me. Yeah. That means you don't want any part of this. Yeah. 
I'm also richer than you. I don't need you. Yeah. Because she is richer than him. 150 million. More than what he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she, she's fine. Yeah. Both aspects. <laughs> That's why I said she about to get paid because she going to be like, okay. Yeah. That's why I told you, man. It's cheaper to keep her, man. But at this point, you're right. What... <clears throat> You know, when when you're broken down, your body gives out on you, you ain't got football no more, all you got is your family, man. I, I wouldn't give that shit up for nothing in the world, man. So, even homeboy on the Buccaneers just fought. I mean, it said, like, he retired, right? Yeah, he was with them for two weeks and he yeah, retired. Yeah, he was like, nah. But, look, it helps when the environment that you're working in is stressful. Like, I don't need this shit. Like, I'm good. My finances are in order. I retired. Go home with my wife, my kids. Yeah, because it ain't the money. Yeah, it's, it's it's never the money, really. Like, man, I don't know. And then, you know, you're missing out. Not, I'm not trying to, like, sit here and judge the man, but. Excuse me. I'm not sitting here trying to judge the man, but. You know, who knows what your kids, who what they want to do, who they want to be. You might got a quarterback over there that needs your attention, your focus, your eye. Like, it's selfish, you know, And to, uh, but the team is struggling right now. He is also struggling right yeah. now, outside of the team struggling. Everything going on at home, the team struggling, you're struggling. Hey, man, that would be enough for me to be like one of these things. Yeah, I guess he chose the And I, I'm about to watch him play in two weeks. Yeah. So that's what, that's the game they're playing against. But because I, I was like, okay, I'll see Tom Brady one last time. Yeah. Because I've seen him play against the Dallas. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just – it was just weird when that happened. I was like I, – I, everybody asked why. Like, why? Yeah. How many years has he, has he been – I think this is his 23rd season. Jesus Christ. That's crazy for football. That's like that's even basketball players don't play that long barely. Dirk yeah, lasted twenty one seasons. Like I can't imagine Aisha looking at Steph and being like, "It's time to hang it up." Not yet, but I also don't think Steph is going to be one of those guys that's going to try to, you know, like he's not going to be one of those guys. He's not going to be a, a Iguodala. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No disrespect to Iguodala, but like he's back again. You limited he, minutes. He, yeah, I know you're a veteran player. He said he's going to play the one last season with them. He just wants to go out with them. So, I just get, like Udonis Haslam with yeah, he, with he yeah, <laughs> I get that. But Steph's not going to be one of those guys. No, like he's not going to be like oh, you know, like when it's when he he's going to know when it's time. And he could be having a remarkable season, but he just feels this time like all right, I got to It's the last one, chip or no chip. I don't know, man. Because then what? I don't know. The thing about stuff like this is it set, is you're setting up for the year to follow, essentially. Like, everything you're doing today is for tomorrow. It's a lesson I'm trying to teach my nephew. <clears throat> and I just wonder what he thinks about next year, next week. Not next week, next year. When... After after this season is over, then what? You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
it's a lifestyle change. It's a got to go see my kids, my baby mama tripping. <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? Like they, all this shit. Like that's what I don't. Because do you know what I would give to like? Because he's like I get it. It the, being an athlete is a sacrifice. Like you, yeah. you are. Did, like when the season's on, you are pretty much detached from everything else. You are, you are locked in, because you have to be. You're a professional athlete, especially football. You play every Sunday. Yeah. You practice all week, so you're you're you know you're locked in. If I had the if I had the money that Tom Brady had, yeah. when and I, and I retired, like you could not pay me to come back because yeah. like now I I have I have. Done my time. Now I can spend time with my family with no strings attached. I can do what I want, yeah. where I want, yeah. when I want, because I have the money to do so. They're not going to need anything ever. That's all I would ever need in my life. Yeah, That's why it's like there's a point where the game just fades out, especially when you achieve so much. Yeah, Because it's not like I got to win a Super Bowl. You've done that seven times. That's more than any team in the league. The highest number a team has is six, which is the Patriots and Steelers. He has more than teams. Yeah. And that was their whole tenure. Those teams those teams have been around for a long time. Yeah. Long time. He's been around for 20 years, and he did that. It's crazy, man. I wouldn't. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Because mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you, if I won the lottery – the motherfuckers ain't gonna hear from me. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm gonna be living it up. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That that shit's uh, it's hard to watch, man. Especially because so no, I'm not on Tom Brady's side. Yeah, uh, shit. I, I figured you wouldn't be. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not either. I mean, I don't think I would love anything more than something I I personally created. Like my family or my children or some shit like that. Because, like, playing for them is cool. Like, when you're young, like, I'm trying to make sure. But you already have generational wealth. You've yeah. already created it. It's yeah, done. It's, it's over with. Because he was offered $300 million for broadcasting deal. And he turned that down to return. That's how I know this motherfucker don't want to be home. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't about the money. Because it ain't about the money. <laughs> it ain't about the motherfucking money. I'm ready to go home to my girl. Because right no one now. just returns to to raggedy ass Tampa Bay. Not Tampa. Not Tampa. Come on, man. But I, I digress. But then <clears throat> speaking of football, like two the two of shit's crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm not no doctor, no physician, nail tech. That boy had a concussion that one game in Nothing. the Buffalo. Yeah. When they started, I was at work when that happened. So when people were starting to post that shit on Twitter, yeah, and I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh, that didn't look like a bad hit, which it wasn't. I thought he was roughhousing them or some shit. It's just the fact that he hit his head. Yeah, uh, the Buffalo game. Basically, he got he was tripping backwards. Yeah, and his helmet hit the ground really hard. Yeah, and when he got up, that boy fell down. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, and I was like, me and Ridge watched the game together. And yeah, we were like, that's a concussion. Then last week he gets hit again. But that game, he was out for a little bit and came back in yeah. and played. So this week, 
<laughs> Homeboy, he tackled him. He got sacked, and he got – it basically was like a, a sap flip. So he grabbed him, and he, like, flipped him around. Yeah. And, and then, it, once again, head hit the thing. His hands – And they call it a fencing position. Your hands lock. Yeah. And they raise. Yeah. That means you have a, a moderate uh, – basically, they, they call it moderate brain damage when that happens. So, look. There's a black guy. He's like a CTE neurologist. Neurologist, right? like one of the best. Mm-hmm. Told that man to retire. Yeah, he said, "I love you like a brother." Retire because two brain injuries in a in a span of like a week. He's clear to play. This did I play this week? He's not playing this week. He's not playing, but he's cleared. They cleared him. We could have just witnessed a death. On national television. He was he was out of commission for 10 minutes. without His arms were locked for 10 minutes. Bro. So, that with with concussions, basically they're a buildup. The more you get them, the more susceptible you are to them. Let me, let me, let me read the definition of a concussion, just for our audience. Your brain rattles. Yeah. But, uh, so, but it's a buildup effect, right? Hey, Siri, what's the definition of concussion? You asking Siri? It caught you saying, you asking Siri. (laughs) Hold on now. A brain injury caused by a blow to the head or violent shaking of the head and body. This occurs from a mild blow to the head, either with or without loss of consciousness, it can lead to temporary cognitive symptoms. Okay. Let me see what, because uh, that ain't what I was looking for. You can have short-term memory loss. You can pass out. Your mobility is impaired. And I feel like I've been hearing about CTE since I was in junior high. but That's the, always been a thing in football. But people bringing it up. In recent years, like, this is something new. Like, nah, baby. Chronic, traumatic. That's what CT is. Yeah, this is what I'm looking at. And is a progressive brain condition that's thought to be caused by repeated blows to the head and repeated episodes of concussions. It's particularly associated with contact sports, such as boxing or American football. Most available studies are based on ex-athletes. Symptoms include memory loss, confusion, impaired judgment, impulse controls, pro, uh, impulse control problems, aggression, depression, anxiety, suicide. Yeah, this because this is the problem with a lot of retired players, and eventually progressive dementia. Yeah, this is what happens to a lot of retired players. Is this type of shit. So let me tell y'all something, man. Boxing. There was something that scared me so bad as a kid and never made me want to fight. A nigga hit his head on the curb. Lights out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be the reason that happens to somebody. I don't want that shit to happen I to mean, me. You saw Ali in the, his last year. Yeah, like was- the shakes and stuff. Um <laughs> Contact sports, boxing is one thing. I'd even say, like, 
I can't really say football because the quarterback should be the least touched person in the game or the kicker, really. The kicker, but second would be the quarterback, depending on your defense. You can't really get too rough with the well, quarterback they, either. Yeah, now you definitely can't. You can't even put your weight on them. So if you fall on top of them, they flag your ass now. But I'm just – and, you know, I'm listening to the sports guys on these shows talk about, well, is the coach at fault because he allowed him to play after the week yes. prior? Yes, bro. Yes. Then they asked, are the teammates at fault for not pressing, not wanting to save their 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 leader or anything, knowing what happened to him? Yes. Is he to blame? Yes. But I'm not just gonna point the finger at him from getting for getting back in there. Like, yeah, that was that was dumb. Because the whole argument about <clears throat> Why these players do what they do is to provide for their family. Everything is to provide for their family. Bet. I can support that. I get behind that. Nigga, if Don told me, bro, I skydive out this plane, they going to give me $200 million. I would say, nigga, I'll see you when you land. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Break me off a couple thousand. <laughs> we good. But if they say, yo, they pay me $200 million to jump out this uh uh, motherfucking airplane without a parachute. I'm supposed to land right there, and everything gonna be okay. Oh yeah, I'm well, gonna be like, yo, dog. Let, let's really think about this. You know, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's really think about this shit. Well, they said it was safe. Yeah, they said it was safe. I don't give a fuck what they, the the knee pads say they were safe. I still see niggas with broken legs and all type of shit. So like, just remember, boxing gloves are not for your face; they're for your hands. They for, come on, come on, talk to them, dog. <laughs> Preach, nigga. So what I'm all jokes aside, what I'm really getting at here is. We say, or we hear them say, I got to provide for my family. How the fuck you going to provide for your family if you dead? How the fuck you going to provide for your family if you in a chair with the shakes can't walk, you shitting on yourself, whatever the case may be? Are we really, are we re- like, just call it what it is. It's not to provide for your family. It's to provide for your lifestyle that you have grown accustomed to. Your family's included in that, but that can't be the main reason. And because you out there going and taking risk every year. And, and, and I'm not saying football needs to be banished or anything. Here's the biggest part part of it though, is that it's the stigma of football in general, like being a football player. Yeah. Because if he sat out, they gonna call. Because Tua gets un like undue criticism anyway. Okay. They've been shitting on him since he came in the league. I'm not really familiar with this game. So. Okay, but he got injured in college, right? Okay. He had a very severe like hip injury, mm. and I think neck as well. Mm. Um, and he was drafted pretty high, and then – but he really didn't play that much. But every time – people just kept shitting on him, bro. Mm. I don't know why. So he's actually been playing well. The Dolphins are good. Um. So – if he like, if he would have sat out, the problem nowadays is people like, oh, he pussy. Yeah, you saw with Ben Simmons, like, oh, in he the NBA, he pussy. Yeah, or you got to you got to tough it out. You know, people that like that's the in football you got to be tough. But would you rather be smart or tough? Like, like because because I'm like if I know I have a, a headache, like because even. The the reason that that doctor got fired is because 
if you even if they think you have a concussion, you have to go through a protocol to get back in the game. They said they did it, but it happened really fast. That's why the players' association was like, "How the fuck yeah. did he come back so fast in that same game?" Yeah. So that doctor got fired. So, um, but then he played the next game, and you saw what happened. Yeah. They're sitting him out of this game. I know they're doing it for optics, even yeah. if he is clear. They're doing it to be like, "Yeah, we let him rest for a game. Yeah. We'll be back next week." Right. Um. But, like I said, they're progressive injuries. A player for the Panthers, Luke Keekley, one of the best linebackers of all time, retired after seven years because he had too many concussions. Mm. He, he literally said, I cannot – he was like, basically, if I have two or three more, I could die. So I'm not going to play anymore. A white lawyer did not catch his name. The same night this shit happened, went on Twitter and said, if he dies, I am suing the NFL – or malpractice, or whatever the fuck terms he used and all that shit. There's people that know how serious this shit is. Yeah. That are outside of your organization. That's what you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have unbiased doctors in there to be like, oh, this is a fucking concussion. Bro. Because they have, they have their own in-house doctors, and of course they have an agenda. Just like two seasons ago, when Tyrod Taylor was about to start for the Chargers, and they had to give him a shot... And the doctor punctured his lung, mm. so then the backup plays, and now he never got another shot. Mm. So people are like, he punctured his lung on purpose, so t- uh, Justin Herbert could play. Mm. That doctor's since been fired, mm. but, like, how many times you get the shots? How, why did you puncture his lung, of all people? Yeah. Like, like that, there, there's been, a, there, like, you don't know what they're, what they're doing back there, yeah. basically, because they're team doctors. Yeah. You need to have licensed Unbiased doctors that'll actually care about people's like lives, player safety. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a top to bottom. Like NFL always has some shit like this. And I mean, it's a gladiator about. sport. They've been calling it that forever. And uh, which which it can be, but this is a brain disorder. It's not like dudes breaking their fingers and popping them back in place. You can't. Uh, the brain is the most fragile thing on your body. Yeah. yeah. It's it's literally like literally if you lose that. You're losing everything. Like your nervous system goes through there. Your yeah. thoughts, your memories. Because Joe Burrow said when he when he mm-hmm. got hit in college and stuff, sometimes he forget playing some games that he played because he had, got hit in the head. That's what I'm talking about. Shit like that. And this man is in his 20s. Yeah. So, and he didn't even get fucking rocked. Like some people get fucking decked. <laughs> For sure. So and that's because his helmet hit the back the ground and shit. So there there could be endless discussions about this, right? But the thing is, the man didn't need to play. I'm I'm I am happy seeing players rally around him though. Yeah, right is right, wrong is wrong, man. Everybody and life be, is life. Like, yeah, your life is your life. Everybody should be at fault uh, in that organization, <clears throat> including who we're talking about, because that was a stupid decision. So they had a bunch of interviews and investigation this week. I'm interested to see what happens, what they come up with next week to see what they fully disclose to us. I don't yeah. know if they'll do all of it, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I, it's wild shit. <clears throat> yeah, the shit is uh, shit's crazy, bro. Prayers to that man and his family, though, because that's some traumatic shit. Like, I don't want to, nah. Yeah. I ain't going through that. Um, uh, do you have anything else written down? 
Uh, let me check. Or do we get through all yours? Because then if not, I'm going to get to that thing I talked about in the car. Oh, uh, <laughs> Shelby? No. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were talking about that. No, yep, that was all my notes. Okay. The, uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. This uh, breaking news just <laughs> happened today. Okay. Uh, I took a screenshot of this at 3 o'clock. Uh, today, Biden is taking executive action on marijuana reform. Oh, okay. I didn't see this. Announcing a pardon of all prior federal offenses of simple possession of marijuana. Yeah. Urging all governors to do the same for state offenses. Asking HHS and AG, which I don't know who they are, to attorney re- general. Okay, what's HHS? Uh, House. I don't know who that is. High high, high school. Uh, <laughs> review how it is uh, scheduled under a federal law, which is big. That's big. That's super big. Like if they're able to get through I, that. There's one part about that I do not like. It's the. He implores the states to do the same because you know what states are not going to do it. Oh yeah, you're, you're, we're in one. Oh yeah, I didn't think we're about fucking that. in one. You're right, Dalton. Damn that state level shit kills me sometimes because the problem is if they hate the president, they're just going to do the opposite of what he wants. Yeah, because we know our governor hates this man, so he he gonna be like because you know he's still like we're gonna stop Mexicans coming over here and marijuana is a drug. Stand up for yourself. Oops, Abbott. you can't. <laughs> but uh, out of all the ways to lose your legs, nigga, diabetes ain't get you. <laughs> a tree, motherfucking war didn't get you, nigga. A tree fell on you, bro. Like, come on, that, but, that's God's way of saying He hates you. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> that's nature taking its that, course. That's the only thing that bothers me because once it starts rolling out, you're gonna see what I'm talking about. I'm sure no. And, and it, I didn't think I didn't I didn't and think about that. It's going to be but, the Bible belt. Let's yeah, just be honest. Of course. It's going to be Of course. And it's going to be on sadly predominantly black states. Oh yeah. You're not getting But that. I mean it is it it's a it's a long time coming uh-huh. because like we we have fucking weed stores. Yeah. And people in there for like a bag of weed like talking about and then you get 25 years in prison and shit like more for the you get a felony if you I, I don't want them just released. I want them compensated. Yeah. That yeah. Because Talk about it. If we're talking about people making millions of dollars off that shit, talk about this it. This man had, they need some bread too. You you took their life away from them. Talk about it. Pay them some money. Talk about it. Y'all, they barely do that when they when they wrong, like, they fix wrongly convictions. Like, yeah. Be, like, there's people that we we've thirty years in prison. They fi- they finally get their case solved. I didn't murder that person. Yeah, but thirty years is gone. Yeah. That's that's me right now. Yeah. I'll be 60 if that happened to me right now. Yeah. Awesome shit. What am I, dog? I done missed everything. Yeah. I'm 60, bro. I don't know how to work an iPhone, Instagram, none of that shit. Dog, I'm talking that shit's crazy. And niggas become institutionalized and wonder why they get out and they're so aggressive or they, you know, they, man. That that has been their life. Yeah, that shit wild, bro. It's a a cycle. It's a system. Have you seen the Shawshank Redemption? Is that uh, Morgan Freeman? Yes. I don't think so. Because there is a part in that. Where this gentleman is like really old and he finally gets out of prison. But when he gets out of prison, he doesn't know how to integrate himself back in society. So he kills himself. Mm. Because that's all he knew for so long. Yeah. Right? That shit happens, bro. It, it, it is. And and of course, they don't care. Yeah, hell no. Because we already know the main point isn't to rehabilitate. It is to seize financial gain. And free labor. <laughs> so... 
but yeah, I just want I want them out and compensated. Uh, and then th- this is just going to show you like what states really care or not. Um, because we already like it's probably California's probably the first to do it. They're going to be like, all right, bet. Yeah. And then, but I know Texas ain't going to do it. Uh, if if Greg Gabbitt does it, I will be highly surprised. If Greg Abbott does it, I will take back everything. Nigga, you can have my legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it is a start though. I'm glad he at least brought it up. You told me to suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. But uh, what I told Chris in the car, we had a discussion back to music. Yeah. Um, because we, we it actually started with the Ray Shermer thing. Sure um, life. Um, but it was about, like, when people get, like, their first album to the second album. Like, yeah. the jump that generally happens because, A, it sells well, and then you get the budget, and you they kind of let you have more freedom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're thinking, like, what the best, I like, who the best people were examples were for that yeah um the 90s like i said it to him 90s were different because when you got signed back then like it meant you were legit because there isn't no internet this was all word of mouth and they see you perform or whatever and they're like oh this kid got it yeah sign him now so which we've seen with Nas's album jay-z album like shit like that even though jay-z's second album is definitely more swaggy um but like that was that was an example because like that album had Shroom Life One had hits, so they kind of could do. And what I generally said was, their second album is generally what the album they want to make because now they can they have more freedom, more flexibility to make the album they want without much interference. Because now you know it's a lot of studio interference, which you could definitely tell on some albums. But uh, I mean, Kanye was a prime example. Yeah, from College Dropout to late registration, because College Dropout was pretty much a lot of demo tapes that he added people to. Yeah. And then with some extra songs. But, like, most of those were just demos that he already had that no one took serious. Like, Jesus Walks, for instance, was out for a long time. Yeah. Uh, through the Wire. That was when he got into his car wreck. Yeah. So then, but then you hear Late Registration, which is a, a huge jump in quality. Like, a huge jump. Um, so, like, um, yeah, so I was trying to think, like, what, comparing these first, we said Second, that from Nelly's country grammar to, to Nellyville is a great example, like because uh, Nellyville was pretty much all on the radio. Like it's you know interesting enough. I say it's harder to see with R and B artists, yeah, versus like hip hop, yeah. It's interesting why that is. I mean that that happens. Yeah, R and B is such is because. It ha- it has such a weird shelf life. Dangerously in Love was already yeah great. Uh-huh. Then you get to the second album, which was B Day. Yeah, you just turned up. It wasn't like yeah. Beyonce is a is a is a case study by herself. But it, in general, like if you're not Usher, Beyonce, people right. like this. Uh, uh okay. Uh, second because R and B shelf life is very short. There was such a thing called sophomore slump too, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to see who had the best and who had like. Uh, okay, so from Get Rich to Die Trying to so, the Massacre. Okay, not a terrible album. Not a terrible album, but definitely a, ju- a jump down. Yeah, it was a jump down. Uh, sonically, it became a better album, but 
content wise, I don't know. It just didn't sound as raw. Yeah, and then here's the thing with things like that. Yeah, with Fifty Cent and like because there's going to be people that are like that. The impact when they they arrive was just so heavy. It's kind of hard to. I think Fifty might be the only person you can say this for. He got so big so fast. He didn't immediately do a second album. Yeah, he put out a G Unit album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he did a game album. Mm-hmm. Then he did his album. Yeah, which you know, Urban uh, as as this story goes, he gave some records to Game. I know some of the records he was going to keep for himself. He ended up putting on Beg for Mercy. So you have those situations where that happens, but I don't really see that happening with anybody else. Like Big Sean's first album. Uh, finally famous, liked it. It was a vibe. Now, like that was all Vance was listening to that summer yeah. type shit. Like it was a great album. The second album, I don't even know the name. Hall of, of it. Fame, I think. Hall of Fame. Nah, that wasn't it. Yeah, it, but Big Sean's a terrible example. Okay, all his albums are forgettable. Okay, I told you he makes that. None of them are like I. I've never called any of his stuff terrible. It's just. Y'all listen to it and be like, all right, I listen to it. His problem is how long the albums are. If he condensed the albums, he'd probably be better off. Because I like Finally Famous as well. Yeah, that's a great album. But if you're like going to, like, but I'm not sitting here and I'm like, you know what, I'm listening to Big Sean today. I'd right. never say that. Right. Which. Sucks because Big Sean is good. He's a great rapper. But uh, that's that's what I'm talking about in this yeah. scenario. Is yeah, I think his if we can go to his counterpart real quick, J Cole is a great example. His first album was not that good. It wasn't, and I, and a lot of that was peer pressure because he was like because his warm up was well received. That mixtape, and he's Jay Z's artist, and like the new wave of Jay Z artists. Yeah. Because that did Born Center blows that one way out the water. Okay, Wale. Great example as well. Underfunded, uh, undershipped. Uh, we we know all the stories about attention that attention deficit. Which the hype around it. I mean, as far as our culture, that yeah, blog era, it was huge. But it was like yeah. like, like it says, undershipped, undermarketed. Yeah. If it was only the people like the car, like people yeah. like me who was like, I want this shit. Yeah, like 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 that era of like the blog era. But then people. ambition comes out, and you get load of flower bomb. Huge jump. You get the song with him. Uh, ambi- I think it's called Ambition. Yeah. With Ross and uh, yeah. me. And, that, really and like that's that because the Ross machine was behind it. Though. Oh, yeah. Ross was a different. A different then you uh, had the MMG albums where he was on, on top of dollars. Self-made. Yo, Rick Ross, uh, appreciation. That's all I want to say. Appreciation. Across the board. So. Tyler. Great one. That's also a great example. Because from what? Goblin to, to Wolf? Wolf? Huge jump. <laughs> Because that's when he started getting more into his artsy rap bag instead yeah. of being, I want to rape your skull right, and right, like right, shit like right, that, right. like shock factor shit, right? Yeah. Um, which I don't knock because that got him into the game. Like yeah. Yonkers is yeah. crazy to yeah, this Yonkers day. Yonkers is hard, yeah. Sure. Um, great example. But all that stuff was all his own yeah. shit. So, um, Frank. Oh, man. So that's tough because – both those albums are great. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and I and and but he's also one of the people. He's made the music he wanted to make since the beginning. 
I, 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 I'm definitely more of a fan of Channel Orange versus. Blonde. I understand. I, I get it. Yeah, I definitely get but it. But Blind, I mean, Blind got some joints on there for sure. Like, you can't fault either one. No, I, but I get if people like Channel Orange more. Yeah, Channel Orange is, I would say, perfect. If if I'm being honest with you, yeah, it's perfect. Like I, I oh, we didn't say Pink Matter. Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah, we did. I definitely brought that one up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a, 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 I'm like his <laughs> he was that, that three album run was nuts. He was out of here. Oh, Drake. A lot of people didn't like Yes. Okay. I like I like Thank Me okay, Later. Okay. As far as like trajectory, I agree. Cause like it, it's still crazy to think about that. Drake at one point was like still like trying to figure it out. Yeah. So Thank Me Later was super hyped. Like yeah. people and it, people were kind of underwhelmed because it's so funny. got records on there though. Bro. I think it aged better. Yeah, because um, and then of course everybody take care came out afterward. Yeah, and then after take care he was but unstoppable. Take care took him to a different level. His raps, the beats, everything. Because like, I don't like that album, but I already I know the impact it has. Right? Hold on, bro. Let me. I just got to read the track list out for thank me later yeah. because I'm just light up is hard, bro. Classic. Hold on. Me and Miles. You could thank me now. <laughs> Crazy. I remember the first day I heard that. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Like, that was one of those beats that was like, what is this? You could thank me now. Because that was one of the beats I never, I mean, songs I never got to, like, on first, second, third listen. These records are my go-to on this album for me. This I is know. Thank Me Letter. Came out 2010. Beautiful year for music. Fireworks. Love it. Karaoke. Love it. The Resistance. Love it. Over. Love it. Show me a good time. Love it. Up all night. Hate it. Fancy. Love it. Shut it down. Not my bag. Nine. Unforgettable. Love it. Ten. Light up. Love it. Eleven. Miss me. Love it. CeCe's interlude. Not my bag. Find your love. Fucking love it. Thank me now. Love it. So off of yeah. a fourteen you track love the album. I I love this out like I bro, I listen I, like if I'm at work yeah. and I'm like I don't know what to play. I'll play that. This one of the albums I'm gonna throw on. Okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna walk over to my phone because yeah. it's on the charger. I'ma skip up all night. I'ma skip uh shut it down. CC's interlude. Is that the Yeah. Not my bag. But you know, so three records off a fourteen song album. Forget about it. Forget about it. Go suck your mother. But just, but just think like when. But take care was like a movement. That was not a movement. Nah, take care was crazy. Th- that was crazy. Off the off the Lucy's he was putting out though. Yeah. Before like the roll, just his rollout and everything surrounding that was like just. You, you basically was like I'm here, bitch. Oh, kid, Cuddy. Great example as well. <laughs> he the, the bag was different. Yeah. For a man on the moon too. Yeah. It was different. Yes. Though Man on the Moon One was fire. Yeah, of course. It was it was like fire. Especially coming off a kid named Cuddy Mixtape. Yeah. That second album, 
Chef's Kiss, top to bottom. Yeah, I love that album. Top to bottom. The cover art. His, so experimental. His uh, his aesthetic at that time. Yeah. Like, when he... <laughs> one of, I know one of our favorite, me and Chaz both, when he got out that white Ferrari, yep. stumbling drunk, flicking people off. Like, that is my... like. That's what made me who I am today. Yeah. Him and Kanye at that time. Whew. Yeah. That was a crazy time. Bro. Crazy, bro. Good music was like. Bro, I. Bro, immaculate. In my mind at that yeah. time, I'm thinking good music is going to be here forever doing this shit. Nobody touching them. Nobody right? was touching them, bro. From the pure hip hop to the experimental hip hop to. To straight drug dealer, cocaine bars. To and if like, you don't know what we talk about. We're talking Kanye, Kid Cudi, Common Resurgence. Yeah. Mr. Hudson, Consequence, Pusha T, uh, Sara kind of was like. They weren't big, yeah, but, but they were they involved. Were uh, to keep that going a little bit, like to press a little bit further, you get, you. get that's when you get Big Sean. That's when you get Saha. That's when 2 Chains is affiliated. Yeah. That's when, that's when goddamn. And then you're looking at it from that perspective of everything that Kanye doing. Then your then your your dog, your homie, is Jay Z. Yeah. Who's already in all these doors? And you get then you get Watch the Throne. <laughs> My beautiful dog. Uh, look, if I can repeat that year, bro. Diamond asked me about yeah. Kanye's latest controversies this week. Oh uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Want I to told her straight up, I don't know what you're talking about. I know what she's talking about, but I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care about that. Like, I see people who have been Kanye fans that, again, this this is resurging. Like, it's hard to defend him right now, all this shit that he's doing. But I don't care about none of that. Has his albums, his last, what, two, three albums been lackluster compared to what the height of, like, the life of Pablo Yeezus was? Yeah, I'll give you that. But he's still making these records. He's still putting the right minds together to get these records off. That's all I care about. Yeah. His rapping ability on these records might have been, I'm 100% in or I'm not, or whatever the case may be. That's fine. But this nigga did, he came off of 808s to the Taylor Swift incident to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Wait, before that. Shit, you got to go graduation, blueprint three, eight oh eight to heartbreak, Taylor Swift, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, Good Fridays, or Good Fridays, my beautiful dark twisted fantasies, Yeezus, what? Cruel summer, <laughs> cruel summer. Like, what are we talking about? That that whole span. That was probably like what three to five year span. That no, that my beautiful dark twisted. Fantasy span was insane. Bro. Good. We used to wait for Good Friday, bro. When you got home, niggas is at your room. You got the MacBook. We waiting. Yeah. We are waiting. I did a whole listening party for, for Watch the uh, Throne. You, and we, you had to play it twice because I came late. Yeah. With my little hood rat crew I was with. Came and we sat by your record player in your bedroom. Yep. And listened to that album from top to bottom. Yep. Come on, man. Like, I, bro, Kanye, I don't care. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> like, that feeling was incredible. Bro, 
and and and, and I, I, there was a point in time like I saw this tweet. I was like, this got to be what's happening. It was like, do you feel like you're living in a reality that's not your own? Oh wow! And I said, that's deep. Yes, but my reality, like I can reach out to it, but I can't grasp it. Like it's there. I see it. Okay. It's like you got to imagine that's just crazy. Like I don't even want to try to overexplain. Like you said, that's just deep. It is. Because you can go multi-fold on that shit. <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah. Like, man. Whew. That era was great. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. And I don't think... That's why, to be completely honest with you, that's why I'm, 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 I'm like, rooting for Ray Shrimmer. That's why I like this little Yachty clip he put out. Yeah. That's why I like ESTG, because they do... Remind me of a feeling I once had. Okay, this will be the last thing before we bounce. All right. Um, since we're talking about feelings and like, right. you know, stuff. Give me. We're both gonna do it. Okay. Your top three albums that gave you like a feeling like you were like, oh fuck, like it, it's a feeling we'll you'll never have again. Like when you heard it, or like the the you know the lead up to it, and when you finally listen to it, you're like, this is everything I wanted, and the feeling was like, can it be everything that was. All, can it be all encompassing? Encompassing. What do you mean? Like Kanye put out late registration. That was a great time in my life. I'm, like, I'm talking about the music. three albums. Three albums. Okay. Um, that you remember the lo- the load of the release. You're like this album. Like literally gave me a feeling that it can never be replicated. That's crazy because they're going to be two Kanye off the rip. That's fine. Um, Jesus. Mm-hmm. First impression, right? Yeah. I can't really give Kanye any first impression. Now I think about it, because I didn't realize what was happening until after I listened to it several times. So, like, off the rip, when I knew this shit was crazy, take care. Hell, I don't want to do... Take care. Uh... Shit, Yeezus. Mm-hmm. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. <laughs> Off the rip, it was... Yeah. It was special. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is definitely one of mine. Yeah. 100%. Because... But mine is different for the for the simple fact that part of All the Lights was made in my school. Mm. So I was... I heard that song early. Yeah. And I remember I was like, what the fuck... <laughs> Is this? Yeah. So like, I I just remember Tony Williams coming in, and then my teacher was the engineer for that. So I remember all that shit, and I was just like, "Bro, what am I listening to right now?" Oh, we we got the movie too. Yeah, that helped. <laughs> like that added to the lore, for sure. All right, I so him running his ass off. Yeah, at the end, <laughs> yeah that, that nigga was gone. Stop it, dog. And the pants was tight. Yeah, I knew that was hard. That boy was running. Yeah. First thing you gotta learn, baby, don't listen to the people like that. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Well, all right, you got two more. What's up? Um. Uh. Man. Uh, so yeah, definitely that one. Uh. Some, like something that made me feel something inside, man. 
Pro- I, I'm not going to lie. Probably Cameron Killer Season. I'm not going to lie to you. Wow. J- like, that one made me, <laughs> like, uh, how could I? Because I'm not industry shit, right? Right. I That album made me feel like I did, though. <laughs> if, if I could explain that correctly. Yeah. Like, the way that he was rapping on that shit, or the, the way that, like, I felt like I was there, mm. like, when he was talking about this shit. And I was like, you know, and I was like, man, I, yeah, he did you wrong, Cameron. You're right. Let me, let me, let me, uh, revise. Trapadah. Uh, True Religion. Oh, you're doing mixtapes. Okay. Well, th- th- because this these two are, I didn't know anything about. Right, yeah. Like, I knew Two Chains was Titty Boy. Yeah. And I knew Paper, uh, not Paper. Uh, you can do mixtapes too. Uh, Brown, uh, what was the record? Uh, Duffel Bag Boy. Yeah. I, I knew he did that Play on there, circle. but then it kind of faded out, fizzled yeah. out. But then when he resurfaced, and my friends I was chilling with at that time were just uh, playing... True. I was like, yo, well, who the fuck? Because he rapping, rapping. But it's in a different way. It's fresh. These beasts is hard. Yeah, KO with Big Shine. Like, that was a record. The fuck? But Trapper Die already told you. My uncle was out here picking up pounds, and his homeboy is just like, yeah. come outside, listen listen to this. Have you heard of Young Jeezy? I said, no, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm still listening to uh, Kids Bop. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> It wasn't kids Bob, But shit co- In comparison Like yeah, shit I'm in the car like Huh You can do this Yeah <laughs> This is possible but, So I mean But that bro There's so many bro it, It's hard Like I I could give you records More than I can give you albums Okay But my third one Is probably gonna be uh, Outcast Equimini mm. uh, Probably yeah. Like when you first heard it. When I first heard it, for mm. sure. Um, uh, Cause it was actually a while before I actually got into Outcast. Yeah. Um, and I had to go backwards. Oh yeah. Uh, for sure. Cause I had Stankonia mm-hmm. and I went backwards. Equimini, the reason Equimini made me feel something because that album is like kind of about struggling. Like that—that's what the point of that album is. Um, so, like, yeah, when I was hearing that, plus, like, you know, when my dad was going through, like, he just got out of, you know, he was came back from prison. He was like in church and stuff, like seeing his like progression. I was like mm-hmm. that. That album, like at the time, was like that kind of that exact was feeling the soundtrack for for that shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like, and I was like, oh, this is what like rappers supposed to sound like in my head like yeah. it was that shit yeah and i was young too so impressionable like i was like oh fuck that really s- sh- like shaped my soundscape that's what got me into like tribe and like roots and shit mm-hmm. like i midnight marauders is close because yeah. like i remember first time hearing that because that album is timeless like yeah i don't care if i'm 90 i will always in the album because yeah. it's timeless it's rare especially that time because they had right. limited stuff but that that album was impeccable. That cover is amazing. Q-Tip was a different guy. Yeah, I just he is a different guy. But I mean, yeah, obviously, definitely records you could throw in there for any of this shit. I'm like, I mean, come on, bro. Like controller. 
you can't crazy. You can't time. you can't replicate the first time you hear that. Crazy. You can't replicate replicate the first time you do a swag surf. Yeah, you, you can't. BMF. Fuck it, hell. Crazy. No. Otis. Yep. Can't. Crazy. Can't change that. <laughs> and then what? Crazy. Set it off. There's so many records like. Trap or die. Trap or die. There's so many <laughs> records where it's like. Bro, even seen it, not seen it all, but uh, all there. That record reminds me. R.I.P. R.I.P. to break road fresh, man. Hot boy fresh. Shit. Oh, you know what album I'll never forget? What? Because we listened to it together. What? Young Dolph. Thinking out loud, man. We listened to that together. Thinking out loud. I still listen to that to this day. I'll put that album on to this day. And your favorite song, my favorite song on there at the time was Eddie Kane. Your favorite song was Pacific Ocean. Yes. Pacific Ocean might be my favorite song on there now. That song is incredible. That song is great. He was talking cash money shit. Cash money shit. I get your whole family whack if I thought, I thought you, you was, was a problem. problem. Come on, Oh, man. God. Rest in peace to the God, man. Young dog. Telling you. There's, there, music is like... That's why I'm glad, like, you know, your wife listens to the podcast. She go home and ask you questions about why we so geeked out (laughs) over this shit. Like, because there's more things to be geeked out about. Like, you're a big anime fan. Are you looking at the time? No, no. Oh. I was like, bro, look at my bridge. Um, There's more things we could be geeked out about that's, like, less uh, received, right? Because everybody listens to music. Like, everybody does. And, I mean, and probably most of the people that listen to it is for that reason. Right. Like, listen to this podcast. Like, that's why I don't go too hard on anime because I'm like, probably people be like, I'm not here for that. Oh, no. I just told Nikki about you, Hakusho. I had to because I was showing her the tat. I'm yeah. forget. And I tried to, I, I literally tried to break down the <laughs> conception. Yeah. Use Cave Bad Trouble Kid. He saw his little kid. He we're, was playing with his kid. We're almost done with it. We, we're, we're watching What it. are you watching it on? Uh, Crunchyroll. Because Funimation is gone. Really, I just uh, fuck. Okay, because Crunchyroll absorbed all of Funimation's catalog, so they got all that shit on there. Really? Because yeah. I just, I didn't see that on there. Oh, you're literally watching it right now. Okay, maybe. maybe, maybe Did you pull up my account? No, I, I, uh, I made an account. Oh, it's on there. And uh, I don't even remember why. I, I think I made an account to watch it, but I don't remember seeing it on there. I promise you, was there. It's right here. Hmm. <laughs> it's- oh yeah, nigga, I got uh, some homework for you. When you hear this. But by then, I would already told you to watch it. But, um, yeah, music is like a universal thing or whatever. And Dawn's taste from my taste are two totally different things. But, like, once you start breaking, getting into it and, like, breaking it down and, like, the admiration that you have or the, like, how excited we just got about talking about, like, these records and shit, like, there's nothing else that excites me more than like music, maybe some vagina, but <laughs> <laughs> but music definitely gets me to it, it, it's needed, bro. I couldn't even imagine a world without this shit. Yeah, like the ability to make a song. Like I love it so much, I try to do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, it's intertwined with everything in daily life. You just 
Just think about you, Hawk Show without music. It would be the same. Big, big factor, big factor. And 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 it's it's a huge thing with anime in general. Like music is like entrenched in that. Yeah. Say so video games. Yeah. Set the tone. You would the Mario wouldn't be like as iconic. Do 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 do. Everybody knows that thing. Everybody. Everybody. Knows, Even if you're not a gamer, yeah, you know that shit. Everybody know Pokemon's original. I wanna be the very. Because it niggas, coincides. Yo, when I was a kid, niggas told me that was Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, it's a white guy. <laughs> niggas told me that was Michael Jackson when I was a kid That's crazy. singing the Pokemon theme song. By the way, I've been meaning to say this for since I started rewatching it again at your house. But I'm watching Dragon Ball Super. And the uh, one of the closing songs is like, oh, wait, wait, I'm saying to stay. I was like, bro, if this ain't motherfucking, uh, what's that nigga name? That's Santa Travis. Uh, Don Tolliver. Oh. That has to be him. It has to be. <laughs> In some uh, universe, that's Don Tolliver doing that outro on Dragon Ball Super. But, anyways. You're not going to admit Super's not that good? I'm actually it, look. We were spoiled with Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Super's not bad. It's not that great either. It's not bad to me at all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in there. I'm watching. Obviously, I'm watching this shit. Yeah, you watch it with my son. I get it. Yeah, but oh, this <laughs> your boy still got it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Um, Black Panther 2 trailer dropped Yep We're gonna go see it As a family maybe I'm definitely more hyped To see this one Than the first one Not because of um, Obviously Chadwick's untimely uh, Passing Adds to it But this actually Looks like A better film To me We don't have to get into semantics Cause you ready to go To me Off the trailers it should look like a better. It looks film. pretty epic, and then Shuri's definitely in the suit, bro. De- Shuri's definitely in the suit. You can't you can't uh, deny them thighs. They basically revealed it without revealing it. Basically, the only <laughs> since we truly don't know who's underneath the suit, watch it be <laughs> Scarlett Johansson or some shit. <laughs> they would not do that. Come on, bro. Watch it be Hilarious. Dakota Fanning, nigga. I'm sure there's gonna be edits for that shit, but yeah, like, nah. When the mask finally come off and it's so, yeah, <laughs> like, so, yeah. sure he just walks out. What yeah. are you doing with my suit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, no, it looks so good. Black Panther two. Uh, that's pretty much. And all. then Black Adam comes out the end of this month. So yeah, uh, that. Uh, uh, it has been leaked that Superman uh, Henry Cavill is in. They said he might be in it because because they've been taking clips from like Justice League and shit. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but other than that. I'm not excited to see it, but all I'm going right, to go see right. it. DC till I die, man. Uh, we're going to holler at y'all next <laughs> next week. Yeah. And, uh, well, not, yeah, next week will be our last podcast. Then me and Dalton are both going on vacation. Yeah, we'll both be out. Yeah. They'll be in the SIP. Yeah, I'll be in the SIP. And I'll be in Atlanta and Carolina. So. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm flying, so pray for your boy. That's I'm my fl- first flight by myself. I'm flying too, but it ain't no thing. I'm scared. Uh, and you have a layover too, so yeah, yeah you got to do In with Houston. That. Of all places. Yeah, airport's small, though. Lobby. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see y'all later, man. All right. Take care. Peace of chicken grease. Peace fuckers. You're (laughs) (laughs) 
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.